Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs and addiction and other dumb shit. I'm Dave. I'm Chris. And we have a guest. <laughs> we have a guest. And uh, it's Chris's girlfriend. Are you Chris's girlfriend? Uh, I don't know. I'm We've Karen. We've never really talked about we that. Really... So it's interesting that you brought it up right well, now. Chris brought this woman to my house. And as far as I'm concerned, Karen is Chris's Girlfriend of the moment. Of the moment? What is that? Girlfriend du jour. Du jour. Do I have a lot of girlfriends? <laughs> well, right now you have Karen. No, but have I had a lot of girlfriends? In the time we've known each other? Yeah. Yes. How many? Six. That's not true. Okay, four. No. <laughs> there was... You can name them all. I, I can't. But most importantly, there was the girl that when we were in rehab, there was this girl who was in my group, uh-huh. and she was like total wasp. And Chris was in love with her, and Chris was like, we like, well, Chris she, is a, or he's a wasp. Hate, no, but he's Catholic. I'm not I used wasp. to say he was well, a wasp. Oh, that's Protestant. Protestant. Catholic, right, yeah. But I used to say he was a wasp until I found out he wasn't. Okay. Like, me and Chris would sit on this, on this porch in rocking chairs in the evening, and we'd watch this woman. I think her name was Johanna. Is that her name? <laughs> yeah. And she would, she would be running. <laughs> she would be running for hours, and Chris would be like, I love Johanna. <laughs> but I never even saw him talk to her. Did you ever talk to her? And no, he would I be like he would be her. like, Did you know Johanna's mother used to be my father's assistant? He said it to me like twenty remember that? Yeah. yeah I, I do remember that. that. Do you remember that? I've never said she's listening to this. Johanna's for some reason. Johanna's mother used to clean my father's apartment. That's, not, that's, not, that's <laughs> what I said. That's what I always heard. Whenever whatever you said about her. No, she like more like worked with him than Dude, anything. Johanna is a she's clean upscale mm-hmm. chick. Yeah, she was okay. So you guys are... Joanna left, stayed sober, and married the guy that she was with, and I think it's a happily ever after story. Never looked back. Have you ever checked her out on Facebook? No, I never looked her up, but I heard that from my dad. Why didn't you ever look her up? You had such a thing for her then. People always look everyone up on Facebook. Well, I was in rehab, and it's just... You have a thing for someone in rehab. Did you have a thing for someone in rehab? Ever? Every time, I'm sure. Yeah, and I always look them up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if I can remember their last name or the town they live in, I'm like, where are you? What happened to you? No, like, I didn't. Where did you go? <laughs> no, because when I was in Mountainside, I was, it was on the rocks with my Japanese ex, Eriko. 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 Iotate. She probably took a lot of shit. Erica. No, she didn't take much shit, actually. I was just telling Karen the story, so you'll like this. You'll appreciate this a lot. So Erica would try to, like, control, like, my using, and I relapsed, like, when I was with her. Oh, this is good, yeah. Yeah, you heard this today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so she knew yoga was good for me, and that, like, helps addiction. So I used to go to this place in Boston called Back Bay Yoga, mm-hmm. and you can go sign in, right? And you can actually look on the computer and see all the classes that you've been to. So she would check out, you know. She would, like, check and see if I was going to yoga. So I used to actually show up at the yoga studio (laughs) and sign in like I was going to go and then just leave. It's like these guys who go to AA for their for the jail, you know the what I mean? Card yeah, it's like right. it's funny. yeah, but they signed the court card at the end of the meeting. This was like I would sign in, and I remember like I think one of the times like the guy was like kind of like behind the desk was kind of like the fuck this guy comes in, sign in, and leaves all the time. Did you have to pay? No, I had like a, a carte blanche, like unlimited pass. That's classic. Yeah, but let, let's get back to Karen. Here. She's yeah. here, and we're not sure if she's your girlfriend. So let's talk about it. Is that what? We're um, what? She's here. She's on the show. I'm sure the fans want to know if Karen is Chris's girlfriend. First, let's start with where did you guys meet? 
You want a quarterback? Capala? Yeah, it's quarterback. Fine. No, no. Uh, really, can I be honest? It was, is that, yeah, it's the, yeah, this is pure honesty. There's, we there's met no. on Tinder. Mm. I knew that and I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yep. you want to see something really funny? Well, like, the fans won't be able to. The listeners yeah, but, won't be able to see it. Yeah, I don't know how many fans. <laughs> yeah, um, listeners. Other than Tina. Tina's a fan. Hi, Tina. Hey, Tina. Um, you hey, can Tina. actually see. Tina rules. Tina's listened to every episode twice. That's impressive. She's an amazing woman. Tina. Keep it up, Tina. So, look what I have Karen's name in as. Gabe? Karen, Karen no. Tinder. Oh, I have some of those in my <laughs> phone, too. Hasn't changed but it. I, but I, what, I do, what I do is, uh, to make it seem less obvious, I, yeah. I write Tinders. So I had, because <laughs> it's like to Tinder, like a yeah. verb. But yeah. I'm off Tinder, just so everybody understands that. Oh, but I when, thought it would be like last name wait, wait, wait. Tinders. Are you able to say why? You're not just off Tinder. He's but, already said it. But are you, oh, able no, because, to sh- are you able to share? Wow, you're putting me on the spot? Yeah, that, thank you, chance? Karen. I don't, I don't think, no. I don't no, you've already no. shared you it. You can't share it. You already no, shared I didn't it. share it. Okay. No. Really? Didn't. No, and I'm not going to. Okay. I think you did. I didn't. Okay, well, let's continue. Okay. How could I have? Oh, with Ray? Yeah, you oh, did. Maybe you I totally did. did. Yeah, maybe I did. Um, so reshare. No, I don't need to. But, <laughs> so, so you guys met on Tinder, and what was the first date like? Uh, we went to dinner. <clears throat> it was quick because I had to be somewhere. She was on the phone. Chris is quite a gentleman, You know what she was right? doing? You know what she was doing? I showed up and she pretended like she was so busy and I had all these pretend. calls to make. And she's like, oh, where did he show me. up? Hold on. Wait, hold on. Time, time <laughs> where did you show up? In uh, Chatham. But where? Where did you come? She, so you came at a to restaurant. I met her at a restaurant. No, I met her at a restaurant. He came to the town I live in. So, so, because people in Manhattan, when yeah. they Tinder, they just meet someplace. Right. So, and I, and I guess in Chatham, you both drive separately. Yes. To the restaurant. Yes. So the plan was to have dinner. Yes. That's a Chatham Tinder plan. Yeah. A dinner thing. Yeah. More interesting is the second thing we did is I got him to go for a hike. But yeah. after, no, 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 that's not more interesting. <laughs> because for I, him it's for me, interesting. it's interesting. No. I don't go on hikes. Never? No. Every mountain side you did. No, I didn't. I never even went on the mountain. You didn't? I never went on CIA. I feel like I saw a picture. I never went on CIA either. I never went on the Why mountain. Why didn't you go on CIA? Well, I claimed it was because I wasn't allowed because Baba B. Explain no what CIA sleep. is, though. CIA is change in action at this little rehab we went to. They put those away. It's making noise. At this little rehab we went to, they, like, take people up on the mountain. The rehab's called Mountainside. And it's aptly named no, because... No, no, no. Because the they I wanted to just explain what CIA is. Yeah, they take people on the mountain. The rehab is Mountainside. And what they do is they take people up on the mountain and you live in these little things and they do little spiritual And that's games. change in action? And this stands for change in action. I didn't get to do that either. Okay. Anyway, though, more importantly, the Tinder date. Yeah. First Tinder date, you go to dinner. Mm-hmm. Did you drink at dinner? No. Did I? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't think so because... Because Karen is not afflicted. Right. Karen is not an alcoholic or a drug addict. But I knew that you didn't, obviously, and I don't think that I did. Did you know? How did you know? I told him right away. That's the first thing you're in. You're right. I'm sober. I'm a drug addict. I say go go check out my show. Don't. (laughs) Once we decided to meet up, he said, you know, just so you know. And then she Facebook stalked me and read one of my articles. I did. About being in jail. So he seemed really appealing. Though. Yeah, you just figured he was interesting. <laughs> Sold but, her, but so, but Chris, you know, because Tinder is notorious for hooking up quickly. It's not that I was interesting. It's that Karen's thirty three and the bar is lowering. 
And it's lower to the point. Oh, it's so lower to the point. Well, because she's getting old? <laughs> yeah, it's lower to the point where she's like, fine. Oh, because she's, oh, she's older guess, than you. I guess I'll date a felon. Because she's like the same age as me. Because I'm oh, fucking God. old. Yeah. You know? No, that's not true, though. I know. About my bar. It's not true? No. Mm-mm. So I still meet it? I'm... I know Dude, she's true. with you, you dumbass. I know it's not yeah. true. This is just yeah. stick. We're doing stick. The stick. Yeah. Stick. Did you say stick? That's what it is. Are you being stick. serious? Yeah. Say it again. Stick. Say it again. Stick. That's how you say it. All right. But why'd you say stick? Because I knew it would bother you. No. Yes, he did. No, I knew it would bother That's him. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, more importantly, so. See, I just want to turn it into the Howard Stern show, but I'm not going to do that. That's all I want to do is talk about, like, sex and stuff like that, which you're not, we're not giving you that. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't need to know about that. Well, that's where Howard would go with this. Well, but, but first. No, 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 don't, don't, don't. let it, no, no time. No, no, no. I need to see the time. That's how I work. I I have a method and that's my fucking method. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so first date, you go to dinner and you just go your separate ways. Yes. Did he kiss you? No. No. It was like a hug, maybe? I didn't touch her the first time. I'm sure time. he hugged I you. I gave me a hug. But I mean, I didn't like Chris is a big, Chris is into No, just like a... Yeah. yeah. And then what? I mean, she took me hiking. Did you Did you kiss her then? Nope. Nope. No. Why not? I just didn't. But why? Because I moved slow. <laughs> That's probably very... Is that appealing to you? Um, yeah. Was that weird to you? No, it wasn't weird. Did you wish he had kissed you? Uh, Be honest. No, I she not, did. No, I think. Look at that. Yeah, that's very rope. Rope. <laughs> she got her on the rope. She did. There you go. You she sure did. you yeah, want to may, be honest? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. But that's why that's Chris's game. That's why Chris has a for all of his flaws, and he has many flaws. <laughs> right. It's I'm I'm I think that's good, Chris. I'm impressed. Hmm. That's game, mm-hmm. yeah. and I like that's that. True. Yeah, I do. I really because it's like that is the move, <laughs> and and what is also very compelling to me. Is that he's such a fucking addict? Most yeah. addicts just want it right away. Oh, that he's able to just yeah, like, yeah. You because know, like play cool or whatever. That he doesn't stuff you down his throat right. immediately <laughs> or up his nose or shoot you up. Yeah, you know I think that's interesting. It's a dichotomy mm-hmm. in your thing because he couldn't do that. Like if he went on a date Fair. with drugs, he would fuck <laughs> the drugs. Or if he went on a date with ice cream, the ice cream would not have a second the ice chance. Cream would have no, no chance. That's but with true. you, I break the spoon trying to eat it. You know, <laughs> it's interesting. He, that's that's, it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. So Karen is also a fan of the show. I am not as much as Tina, but yeah. she's all right. And uh, and at what point did Chris tell you about the show? I told I her, he and told she had already been listening to it. No, that's how could she have been listening no, to it? I there told was... you about it, and you said I had already been listening to it. And she told me the next day because she. Was I like, didn't want to tell, tell him. I remember. Yeah, I tell didn't want to tell him I was listening to it because I didn't want him to feel self conscious that I was listening to it. Do you know what I mean? Like um, totally, and you didn't want yeah. to be super eager. You didn't want to <laughs> seem like you were really interested in him. No, not she even doesn't just, really play that game. No, not even just that. Yeah, what no, everybody just, plays that game. No, no, I don't think not so. Bullshit! Sticks. You're a little New Yorker where there's all this fucking dance Actually, and you, it's okay. like chess bullshit. If yeah. you want to get real, yeah, let's hear it. Um, Please. After the first two dates we went on, yeah, Chris fell off a little bit for a minute. I think he almost tried to kind of like ghost me. Yeah, I was is not that, ghosting. I what mean, is ghosting? It's like I'm where old. you just kind of like I didn't really respond <laughs> to some stuff. Yeah, why did you do that? 
I don't know. Well, so no, it's fine. You explain. Yeah, yeah, so right. I, <laughs> Why did you do that, Chris? I had um. She I ended up. Talk. I had ended up asking him, like, "Hey, you know, it's cool if you don't want to hang out anymore. But I'm just curious. Did I do anything in particular? Wow. As to why? So I. So. So what did you I'm say? I'm totally calling bullshit on the. I'm trying to. You know, play it cool. Be a so what did he say? He, was he like, actually he, called me. He was like, I called her or she texted right me. I called her right off the bat. What did you say? True. I don't know. He's got, you know, he's, he's got a, a, a lot going individual. on. I'm mean, talking about PhD school. He's a PhD program and, and the works and, and things was he, like was that. He, would he give you his super honest spiel about, uh, about if he does see you, then you're just going to be in a relationship immediately and he doesn't know that he could do that? Dude, that's a classic Chris. Chris <laughs> I probably said something like that. I don't know. What did he say? Uh, you know, just with his program starting in the fall, it was like not sure if he should start something serious up. And then what happened? I mean, just hung out again anyway. And you were just like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. And then I think something happened to Chris. <laughs> I think what probably happened was he was like, "I'm a fucking idiot." He was like, what, what am I going to, I'm sitting here with my idiot friends and this girl wants to be with me. Yeah. You know, I remember we were recording, I think, episode 12 of Dopey. You have no clue what and, episode it was. And you were in town and uh, you were like, maybe you could come meet me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I wanted it to be the whole episode. But, but but I forgot to mention it, and Chris was sitting right where you're sitting, and he was rocking back and forth because he's looking at the phone, and he's yeah, not sure what to do. She blew me off. No, she was like it's getting. No, you late. fucking mishandled that shit. She said it's getting kind of late, meaning get here now or as soon as you can. You're like, duh, okay, I guess I'll see you next week. Yeah. You know, but she was saying, "Come over." I'm in the shower. I think she said. If <laughs> no, I remember okay. correctly, now you're just inferring. She's like, things. "I'm dripping <laughs> wet." That's what she does. She said, "I'm in the shower." You did. I remember. You said, "I'm going to go to bed soon, but I'm going to take a hot shower." <laughs> and then, you know, oh, and then God. Chris is like, "Uh." Well, we got to get dopey right here. So, should I fast forward to a little incident that happened with Karen? Is that is that kosher to mention? Oh God! What's the incident? <sighs> Yeah, all right, if you want to. I don't care. So Karen calls me one night, and she's like, come over, right? It's like midnight. And I can tell she's had a few drinks, and Karen's super lightweight. like So she has like three or four drinks, and she's wasted. And so she calls me. And I, I have some t- things to say in my defense. Okay, but, but well, well, let me let me let's let's hit him with the dopiness first. <laughs> so she's like, "Come over," and I'm like, "No, like you've had a few drinks, and what's going to happen is I'm going to leave, and then you're just going to fall asleep, like because that's what happens <laughs> to normal people when they drink." And she's like, "No, no, no, like come over." So I leave. I go over there. It takes like thirty minutes to get to her house. I show up at the house. I ring the doorbell. Ring the doorbell. No answer. Oh, by the way, my doorbell doesn't work. But... Yeah. Well, I made noise. I you know Sorry. I made it clear that I was there. Do you live alone? Yeah. In a house in Chatham, and she owns it. You own your own home that you live in alone? Right? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you live there? I love it there. It's a beautiful little town. Yeah, it is a cute yeah. town. It's like one of these weird towns where it's like half hick and then half like New York, like Finish upper the class. story because right. I've got yeah, a lot yeah, of questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About okay. That. So anyway, so I show up, I ring the doorbell, bang in the door. I make noise. I make it clear that I am there, right? And I'm like, oh, she's probably sleeping, you know? I knew it. Like, you know, she, the, the sedative effects of the booze 
kicked in and like now she's like she really wants to see me and she's asleep. So I decided to come in anyways mm-hmm. and I'm like, Karen, Karen, say my name coming in. Nothing. I go up the stairs. I look in the bathroom. She's sitting on the toilet with the phone on the floor like she had been holding the phone and just dropped it and totally out on the toilet. She passed out on the toilet. Uh, and the first so thing I thought was, you know, the first thing I thought was? She's shooting dope. No, no he thought she's, she's dead. dead. First thing I thought was because I was like, I thought she shot dope and died. Like, no, what did you really think? I thought she was dead. From what? Because that's what happens with junkies is they find them dead on toilets. Which we I, both no, know that's she's not, not a junkie. But I'm saying, by but I'm saying the first thing right, I thought the when I saw someone like that. Yeah, for a okay. fraction of a second. Right, right. And then I was like, oh, she's fine. And I went up and I tapped her and then she was my, like, whoa. My, like, my one defense of myself, I'd like to say out loud, that makes it sound like I was just like so wasted. I think I was trying so hard to stay awake that I just like. While you were on the toilet? Just in general. Like, I should have been in bed, like, an hour and a half before Karen, that, and it was just, like... This is like, the weakest story I've ever heard of my He's life. the one that started no, not that you no, fell no, asleep she's on arguing. the toilet. She's on... How could you think? How, who in this world could possibly believe that when they need to stay up, they get, I'm going to sit on the toilet and hope <laughs> yeah, I exactly. stay awake? It's no, the worst excuse is, ever. Thank you for poking holes in that. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to try awake. to stay awake for a you, while you, I'm you, on the toilet. I my pants down. Yeah, I make a pot of coffee. Down. <laughs> I, 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 I put ice cubes <laughs> down my pants. I fucking lie on something cold or hot. I slap the shit out of myself. But I don't sit on the toilet. Well, I don't think I was trying to stay awake on the toilet. I think I just, like, you that, were trying that to stay is where I got to the point and I couldn't can I ask if you were doing a number one or a number two at the time <laughs> I think a number one let's hope so yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a number, number two one. would be a lot hotter somehow <laughs> <laughs> cool. we learned something about you no, tonight just not, I, you know I try I try some stuff and you know sometimes it works no anyway God. but more interesting than that yeah yeah, that, I think we should erase the last 30 seconds I'll, maybe I'll do it um, but um, <laughs> but um <laughs> By the way, that's an interesting piece of information. Is that yeah. we don't we don't take anything out of the show. There's no editing. Well, we do drop Specific. last names occasionally when people have have said them and we weren't supposed to say them. But that's it. That's um, and even that, I'm pretty shitty at doing. Um, the, so the real thing was that you. Do it. I gotta close the door. They're gonna hear that. Come on, just, just smoke. Listen to that. Like, you know, leave the door open. Construction. Like back hose. Yeah. Cement rollers. I, why? I, I, you know, why are you getting angry at me? It's not my fault. Um, oh, you know what it is? It's a garbage truck. That's the thing. Oh, this neighborhood is so it's so quiet. But every night at wait, 10, what neighborhood and where are we? On the Lower East Side of Manhattan. <laughs> um, every night at fucking ten o'clock, the garbage comes to load up the garbage behind the supermarket. Mm. But the interesting wait, the garbage comes to load up the garbage. The garbage truck. Oh, okay. Comes. The interesting... This is the worst episode we've ever had by far. <laughs> it's Karen's it's fault. Karen's oh, fault. God. No, God you damn it, Karen. You know, you know whose fault it really is, but we're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. The interesting thing to me is that... So what happened is, you went out with Chris, mm-hmm. and tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. You found him incredibly handsome, sophisticated, intelligent, charming, <laughs> and you said, I'm interested... Did you find those? Did you think those things... He's very. He is all. He's no, all of those things. She looked up in the. But people look up. They're lying. 
No, he. She thought no. all those things. And Chatham, there's slim pickings out there. <laughs> she meets this guy. It's like a whole fucking new world. But yeah. but listen. In Chris's defense, he's he is very charming. Like he very charming. Yes. And sophisticated and handsome. He's yes. all of these things. Yes. He really is. I can lose a few pounds though. You look fine, Chris. Yeah. Come on, it's fine. dude. If you lose a few pounds, you'll be unfair. How <laughs> compelling you would be. Totally. So this makes you, yeah. like, normal. I think that the, the sweat stains under your arms could go. Are there sweat stains? <laughs> but besides that, I think you're all right. That should be on the Instagram, the sweat stains. In your toe. He's dying to put pictures of himself. I trimmed yeah. up the toe. Not my face. He's dying to put, uh, to put uh, pictures of uh, himself on our Instagram. It's all know. he wants. He's like, maybe I should put this picture of me on Instagram. <laughs> I think the listeners may want to see the using pictures, the before and after. Put them oh, up. That's pretty intense. His you've seen, you've seen the befores, yeah. The after is really intense, where he's speaking in front of the crowd, like with the know. brain in the background. Yeah. That's oh, his Tinder Impulse picture. control. That's his Tinder picture. <laughs> Tinder picture. No, it's not. That wasn't oh. my Tinder picture. What's the one you're like in a suits? No, that's it. No, that's a best man of my brother's best man of my brother's oh, wedding. Right. Time out. Are you off Tinder now? Yeah. Are you off Tinder now? I am. So how are you not his girlfriend? You both agreed to get off Tinder. You have sex. You come to my house together. You just say you're his girlfriend, for Christ's sake. <laughs> we said we were going to talk <clears throat> about this. <clears throat> so yeah, who did? We just have it. We, we, we made a date to talk about this. When's yeah. the date? Tonight? I don't know. No. Sometime. Well, what happened is we started seeing each other, and Karen was like, I basically was like, I never see more than one person at a time. You said that? Yeah, which is true. Mm-hmm. I just don't. And then um, Karen was like, well, we just don't have to have a discussion on what it's about. Like this. Well, now we're having that discussion. <laughs> yeah, on the air. Uh, Thanks. But, um, That's not how I envisioned <laughs> it to go. Well, now you continue to for the car ride home. Mm. Now, um, sure. but there's no, I mean, listen, I think it's nice. I think you're a nice girl. I think it's nice. I like to see Chris happy, so good. Mm. But, um, and I don't think this is particularly important. But so you're saying in the first minute when you found Chris to be so dashing, compelling, mm-hmm. and sophisticated sure. that you went to his Facebook page, and that was the time he posted Dopey, he, and that's no, how you found Dopey. No, he, well, <coughs> before we even went out the first time, we exchanged numbers, and then he said, by the way, because you don't have, like, last names on Tinder or anything. He was like, He said, check me out on Facebook? Yeah. Or whatever. Or whatever? Or, <laughs> or whatever. That's his no. move. <laughs> no, it was, it was a, that's actually a good, that's like, so you know I'm a real person. Yeah, and you, you know, know and then you can also, like, you there. know that I'm not married with kids. Like, you could that happened to my sister. That to my sister. Yeah, but, like, actively Our, using your sister. Well. I was going to say something, but she listens. Yes, yeah, she does listen. I can't. What were you going to say? Were you saying something bad? Yeah. What, like, what were you saying bad with my sister? I don't want to say There's it. There's really nothing bad. It seems like she has bad luck with guys. Yeah, she's had some bad luck. But she's very picky. So Arden is double Harvard. Harvard undergrad, Harvard business That's, Why school. is that bad about her? No, 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 no. Because I don't like, I like, no, Arden no, no, is so a Arden fan, gets, she gets, and she, she employs, shut up, and she employs you, and I like her without knowing her, because I like yeah. the bit, like, she likes our bit. She likes you, she loved your bit with and, Dan. And I she don't. Laughed, so she said she laughed out loud in Starbucks. Did she write LOL? Did she write I LOL'd at Starbucks, or oh, she wrote LOL? LOL. No, she told me that in person. Anyway. No, this is, is way, back up. Back I don't up, want up, Arden to have bad luck with guys, and I don't want to talk about that on Dopey, so no. I feel bad. And I'm, uh, I'm no, no, but sorry. let me qualify that. Her thing is she gets set up with these, like, 
geeky Harvard business types, you know, like Wharton and stuff. Who and, fake Facebook pages? You no, know, and Arden is like, Arden's a double Harvard, but she's What's basically... A double fucking She went Harvard? to Harvard undergrad and graduate school. Is that what they say? I'm a double Harvard? It's, that's a thing. Can yeah. I say something? Wait, but <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Let me, I say that. She doesn't say it. But she is more like Reese Witherspoon from Legally Blonde oh. than she is like your typical... So she gets set up with these business types and it's just like, that's not... Not this is the worst super dopey episode And who's ever. making it dopey? Tell a story. What do you mean who's making it dopey? What You're making it dopey. You're I don't making, like you using dopey as an adjective you know either. Funny? It's not for us. As I see a therapist and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to New York to do dopey. And she's always like, what? That's why you then, say it in, to replace yeah, dope. Yeah. <laughs> you used to go to New York to do dope, but now you go to New York to do dopey. I yeah. like that. But first of all... Now, I want to explain why we have Chris's fucking girlfriend on the show instead of an addict. No no offense. Oh, Karen. no, that's, that's yeah. fine. It's well, because, she fell asleep on the toilet. I mean, I guess that's something. No. That's it, like dopey Chris life. loves that story. Uh, but yeah. I, told her, I told him that. Like before. ten times. I know. He tells it to me every time he can tell I me know. anything. But the reason we don't have a real guest is because we had this fucking junky guy. Dude, he's a great, fine, young gentleman. And let me ask you, before you say any more disparaging comments, uh, how is he described to you? His appearance. Very handsome. Very handsome. <laughs> you hear that, DJ, if you're listening to this? Very handsome. Somebody in AA described you to Dave as very handsome. They said you were a very handsome, chronic relapser, and, bullshit and, artist, lies when you're supposed to come on the fucking show. No, no, let me ask you a question. Are you any of those things that you just said? No, or were no. you? When I was using, yes. Okay. I rest my case. We had this guy coming you know why up. He, you know what he did before? Why do you are dying to have using addicts on our he's show? He's not a using addict. He's taking maintenance therapy right now. What do we call it? What's another AA. word for maintenance and, therapy? And he's going to AA. What's another word? What's I'm another a, word for maintenance therapy? What is he taking for maintenance therapy? Methadone. Okay. What would you, what would happen to you if you took methadone? Okay. Right? I'm the type of person though that it's bad for me, but if somebody's at a meeting, this is a really hot topic and they're on Suboxone or methadone, should they be allowed to qualify? Cause technically they've they put minder well, – it's NAA and NA. If you use minder, minder mood-altering substances in the last 24 hours, you're not allowed to qualify. Some meetings they let you do it. Some meetings they don't. And I tend to find the meetings that I like to call home and that has the type of recovery that I truly believe in are the meetings that allow such people to share. Great. That's because you want to hear these fucked up people talk. No, number it's one. not. Number one. It's true. And number two. It's true. Let's just – Back up. You're very. I'm just afraid you're going to say something bad about DJ if he's listening. And we got to get this guy here because he's an amazing guy. I, I went out to dinner with him. Fast friends. I like him a lot. He's a good guy. And he's the closest. He's one of the closest friends of one of my closest friends out in the. Uh, handsome Ted. Handsome Ted. <laughs> now let's just chill for a second, okay? Yeah. Remind me again because I'm getting old and a little foggy. Remind me why DJ isn't here tonight. Because his girlfriend. Uh, fainted at work and needed uh, to have him take her to the hospital. And and when you told me that story, what was the expression you used to, to qualify why you really I was like, it might be BS. That's not what he said. <laughs> DJ, if you're listening, because he's not listening, because he probably sold his computer for heroin. Um, DJ, he DJ, said, if you can get a doctor's um, note. <laughs> if it's probably BS. But as a recovering drug addict, I know it's total bullshit. I know that when, when you're on methadone, you know what methadone gives you a license to do? What? Heroin. <laughs> no, Just I don't think – I, I I, when I understand it's BS, I don't think it's BS because he's getting high. I think he probably just 
was lazy and didn't want to do anything. And he that's lied. A, that's that's more sober yeah. people. Don't lie like that. Come where they say they're going to come. Who was? Now, let me ask you a different question. You had three guests scheduled last week, and Dave is all about only getting people who are sober on the show, which I support. But of those three guests, how many showed up? One. Okay. And were they sober? Yeah. So perhaps sober people don't always show up. No, 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 no. Of the three guests, uh, one was fucking Todd, who you wanted to come. And I didn't want him to come. And you no, scheduled him without any He's goading. just so funny. <laughs> I love the little guy. You just lied. You just lied. How did I lie? You I scheduled him without me pushing it. You pushed. I you pushed, said I want I Todd to be there. Then I let it rest. And then later on you were like, dude, you're bugging out. Because <laughs> how? because I'm clobbering you. You're not. I'm even, cornering you in your lies, your deceit. There's no lie. He's smiling, yeah. everybody. He's smiling. When he smiles. We discussed. Chris, what are you, what's wrong with you? <laughs> we discussed if Todd should come on. And the whole time I said, I don't think he should come on. And you were like, I want to make you feel bad, Dave. I want to gang up on you and Todd. You know, and, and, and listen, I have to say this. Todd is not sober, but he's so fucking funny. Yeah. And the way he talks, I just can't. So I, would you like to have him on the show? Yeah, just on the phone though. Just on the phone. Oh, Unt- until he has six months over, he, I think DJ can that's call fair. him too. Okay. I don't need to see his handsome fucked up. Maybe face. that's the maybe that's the distinction. If someone's not sober, that's they, can, the rule. they can call in, but yeah. they can't be here. Are you jealous of DJ because he too is a waiter, but he's a, a handsome waiter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous Perhaps of DJ. Perhaps more handsome than you, but he's well, not the last Jewish waiter. He, he's probably more <laughs> handsome than me, <laughs> and I think that's what the guy told me. Yeah. He was like. He's a waiter too, but he's much more handsome than you are. I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like oh. But um, no, I listen. I don't. I don't care. I mean, maybe I am jealous of somebody who's described as handsome at first. So that's the first thing I hear. But I was excited to have blood. You know, fucking addicted new blood on the show to tell some fucking. Well, now we got story. a normie though. Karen that's weird. Yeah. Okay, but let's let's delve into the norm. Wait, yes. Oh, go ahead. No, please. No, let her talk. I was going to say, I think one of you should just delve right into tell an us, Tell a story. story. No, 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 no. Well, you I got a story. So? I got a story that's going to be a good segue considering that Karen is here because it's also – it's about my ex. So whenever we want to get to that, we'll tell that story. We don't – don't – are you curious? Because I'm curious, but maybe you're not. I'm curious what – a normie thinks of our show oh, on sure. depravity and debauchery. What do you do? You want to hear about that, or do you? Know? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So why don't you ask the question? Uh, so what does a normie such as yourself <laughs> think about the depravity of the show? Is that what you want? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, nicely, nicely done. <laughs> right. Obviously, it would be a he little... said. Dave just told me that he's eating on the show, which he's not supposed to do. And he told me I only got a little bit of chocolate. It's a it whole is, chocolate. Yeah, bar. it is a gigantic chocolate. Well, bar. Normally, we buy a bag of the chocolate bar, and I feel like I thought you're not eating on the show anymore. Yeah, you, yeah. Right. I'm good. You, are you not going to get any peanut butter and I have a jar of Skippies to dip it in? Oh, here he goes. Why don't you answer the question? All right. All right. Karen. Um. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I have a whole different take. I find it funny. Um, what was the interesting, reason? Okay, the f- but I'll say for me, okay, so anyone who you would call a normie still knows people. That are afflicted. That and you told me you know a lot of people. And have, like, different degrees of things. And so what was the first- I say it's still relevant, even if. That's not the question. Well, but no, no. no, 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 no this, mean, you'll like this question, this follow-up. Okay. What was the first thing that you heard when you listened to it 
that you were like you remember that stood out? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, Did anything stand out? Oh Maybe yes. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, totally. I mean, you had some pretty crazy stuff. Like what? That I was like oh. anything. Um, Chris's story. Probably. <laughs> probably you're jerking off in the with the mentally loves that. With the mentally unstable guy. What mentally unstable? Or, guy? You were oh, that the guy. Brain, the oh, I'm sorry. The, the brain injury brain clinic injury and the, guy. the guy who looked like you're, a skinhead. You know, Chris. Karen. I know his last name. Yeah. Karen. I mean, like Todd. Todd, if you're listening, yeah. Karen is from Clifton Park. Now, in Clifton Park, do the guys generally sit around and jerk off together? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, it made me wonder because they might. No, it was like no. A, it's like a it's like a private Catholic school thing. I think because I, I was surprised. Well, let me I let me say this: the this high, is really delicious. The high sure. school no, I went I to was kind of like the world. which high school did you go to? Uh, Shenandoah. That, she didn't want to say that. That's fine. Am I gonna have to bleep no, that? No, it's fine. But there are a lot of people there who are very privileged and get in a lot of trouble. And then they end up at, like, these schools like LaSalle or private schools, whatever. And then, like, they end up back at Shen, and it's, like, this whole back-and-forth thing. The point is, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I don't know if any of them were the, somebody with traumatic brain injury. Yeah. Well, in that their, was different. The traumatic brain apartment with Dave's talking about the high everywhere. school years and people were just. I know. That's it. <laughs> and it isn't like we had a like a circle jerk. It was like everybody was drunk and someone put on porno and then like next thing you know, I turned over and like someone was like jerking off. I couldn't even see him. That's not what you said. That's what I said. Yeah, no, he didn't say me. that. That's exactly what he I said. Say you that. said. Often we would watch porn and jerk off together. That's what you said. <laughs> I don't that, know if I qualified it with an often. Regularly, at least five times a year. I didn't say regularly. At least five, five times a year. Am I wrong? <laughs> no. No. To like be that. honest, that part. Was, that's not what stood out to her. What stood out to her was at the brain injury clinic with Chris, with all the cat yeah. shit in his apartment. I and was watching porn, and then yeah. he was like, then, "I was jerking and off," and he's like, like, "Can I suck your dick?" Yeah. Right. And I was like, "No." <laughs> I, I wish that the story ended with this weirdo sucking your dick. What an amazing! I'm kind of glad it didn't. Yeah, that probably would have been a red flag in, in the early stages of. Would it have been? I mean, how gay is it? I don't know. Let's, let's, not, let's, not, let's not delve into that right now. But um, um, do you know what I tell people? Because say I've been to jail, they always ask like some white guys like, "Oh, did you get raped?" And I always say. Uh, I raped a couple guys. I was like, I never <laughs> raped, but I did rape someone. And I stick with it, too. And, what, and then what else? Sometimes they believe me. It's great. And then I'm like, it's not gay if you rape somebody. <laughs> no, it's a show of force. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've decided for some reason to start watching. Like it should be the total opposite. But, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It should be the total opposite. <laughs> but it should be gayer to, <laughs> to, to, be, the gay, to be the yeah. male rapist yeah. in this scenario. Because you're getting like hard. Raped, it's not like you oh, asked yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, like. Have a different question. And this is something I like to talk about a lot. Is it rape if the man gets an erection? Can a man be raped oh, if he gets an erection my gosh. by a woman? It's funny. If you ask this in a crowded Wait, room, the answer, the answer is obviously yes. A man can be raped by a oh, woman. Oh, we already have. But th- th- there's always yeah. a bunch of people who argue like, no, because he got an erection and it's like. He wanted it. He wanted it. Nah. It could still be It's rape. still rape. How? Because what if the woman orgasms while she's getting raped? And she doesn't want it, but it feels good all of a sudden. It's not the same. same <laughs> no, no, no. I'm with you though. But ask this in Who's a crowded room of people. No, it's um, my sober link alarm. Ugh. I already did it. Just, just listen. 
This I don't I don't want to use your weird party game of asking if it's ra- listen. But this is the real question though. If a woman happens to come while she's being raped, yeah. I mean, what percentage of rapes that's, do you think that's ever happened? I mean, no, I, that's actually a thing. I know that women have gone to therapy. Because uh, they feel so guilty, they feel like it's weird. That, yeah. However, it's, it's still rape, even if even if she likes it. Yeah, it's still rape. It's rape. So but, with but, a man, yeah, the, it's like if a man is getting. First of all, in my own opinion, the mm-hmm. o- a, a woman could only rape a guy with an object. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be penetration. Yeah, if if the guy gets hard for the woman, he's not. What being if a raped. guy? What Give if, me the scenario. What if a guy's sleeping? And he stays sleeping, and the woman comes in and starts sucking him off while he's sleeping, and then has sex with him, and he's asleep the whole time. Do I call that rape? Is that rape? No, I call that guy lucky. (laughs) (laughs) That's the luckiest fucking rape victim on earth. (laughs) What if she's disgusting and she has AIDS? Yeah, that's not as lucky. (laughs) (laughs) It's less of a a less lucky scenario. He's still pretty lucky. Dude, I mean, what are the odds of you going to sleep and while you're sleeping, <laughs> some woman comes and starts I mean, blowing you and then decides to fuck you? I have heard a story like that. It probably happens, before. like, somewhere in the history of... Who doesn't wake up while like they're that. getting head? They have to be totally fucked up. I'm sure you've heard a story like I've that, but is it, like, an actual... Well, it, it was, was, like, a friend of a friend. No, it was somebody friend. I know um, was in detox and woke up and um, somebody was sucking his dick. Was it, it a man? It was a man. <laughs> that's so that's did they were they hard when they woke up? I don't know. I, I didn't ask? know. I was like very. It was like dude. It's like a pretty big thing to share. So I just I didn't push it. it wow. That could have been the moment the guy came out. You know, because he was like, "Oh my god, this is the best headache." It's a guy. <laughs> it's that. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've I've started watching Oz again. Yeah. You know, we were talking about Oz oh, all the time. You I know, was watching that for a couple seasons. I watched all of Oz, and when I used to watch Oz, when it was out, it was like, it was such a dark time in my life. Yeah. I would I would be at my nice apartment on 24th Street, and I would wait for the drugs to get there, and I would watch Oz, and I'd be, like, <laughs> and I'd be watching all these guys in jail, yeah. fuck, you know, raping each yeah. other. I never got into Oz. And never. all of them are hooked on heroin, and none of them shoot it. They're all like... And they all call drugs tits. When yeah. you were in jail, yeah, did they, they call drugs tits? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I've got some really round, nice tits coming in. You want to feel my tits? You want to suck my tits? But then it's like, and they all take the heroin. They, they like sniff it out of salt shakers. Mm. So like, I've been, I, I, it's, it's not a good show, but it's a good show. Yeah. It's like almost really good, but it has the... Like, the problem with Oz is it delivers the shit too fast. It doesn't let anything simmer on Oz. Yeah. That is true. Every yeah. little Maybe plot. Maybe it's sensationalistic. Like it's Very. Just, yeah. But every plot which is, twist. Which is a cheap shot, kind of, sometimes. When it came out, it was great. Now that there's more subtle shows, if if, if Oz just put some things on the simmer. Some character mm-hmm. development and shit. Mm-hmm. Just on the simmer for, like, seven episodes. And Everything become, resolves itself, like, in an issue. or it, Immediately. Yeah, 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 that's true. Like, like there's a guy, and I, I, this has nothing to do with anything, but there's a guy who, like, wants to see the, the old Italian head of the mafia family yeah. killed. And he's, like... He, this guy is like this big African guy. They just who, like have him killed, right? Like that episode. No, no. no so what? No, so what happened is the big African guy rapes the son of the mobster. Yeah. He knocks the big enforcer out, and then he he just fucks yeah. the, the son. Yeah. Didn't the son kill himself, or he went insane? The son goes insane, yeah. and then an old man takes over the crime family, and like they decide that 
a bunch of other shit happens and they decide that they don't want this big African in charge anymore and the African is such a drug addict and he goes crazy. He was yeah. nuts, but I kind of liked him. He, he was, was like my happens, favorite character. Then he comes back and they say, he was like the head of the kitchen yeah. and they're like, you can't work in the kitchen. Now you have to, then he goes, I would like to work in the AIDS wards. Yeah. And they're like, all right. So he goes to the AIDS wards really and he's taking care of some full-blown fucked up yeah. AIDS so fucked patient. Up. Yeah. And he's like, the doctor says, I need to take your blood. And he goes, well, the doctor... Oh, and he gets his blood. And he really infects the old the old mafia guy, dude. Listen, dude. Which is like the worst because for him as an old Italian guy, like to have the worst. Yeah, was, dude. Yeah. So one of my favorite movies, great movie, is American Me, right? With Edward James Olmos. It's about the prison dynamics, La Ma, the Mexican mafia. And when I when I was in jail, you couldn't even say the Mexican mafia. You would just go like this. Which is two M's, signed for two M's. That's La M. It's the Mexican I don't mafia. Even know if I can M-M. do that. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, A B C. That's M thirteen. No, no, that's MS thirteen. That's something different. Well, the Mexican mafia is like the beginning, right? Right of like whatever. But anyways, the point is in the show, right? There's a guy in the movie, right? There's a um, the son of the mob boss. The Mexicans outside, they go up and they say, "We want to team up with the Italians on selling dope in East LA," right? Mm-hmm. And the Ita- old Italian boss is like, no. And he's like, well, he's like, I just want you to know, like, your son is in prison and like, we have the keys to the prison. Like, the Mexicans are running the prison now. And he's like, I don't care. Like, I'm not teaming up with you. So they take his son. They tie him down, rape him, all rape him. And then they take a knife and they rape him in the butt with the knife until he dies. So they rape him to death with a knife in the butt. And I so like he, I, you should have told me earmuffs are so, too much. I don't need so to. So listen to this shit, though. Listen Hello. to you know, dude, how you... <laughs> and welcome to Dope <laughs> Show, the rape. podcast about movies that have scenes with rape. <laughs> Graphic, <laughs> violent rape. Welcome to Rapey. <laughs> the no, rape cast about they're, they're fictional this, rape. Do you know what the old mafia Don does? His retaliation, tenfold. He, this, he goes and he takes a heroin and he doesn't cut it at all. And he releases it into East L.A. where all the Mexicans are using. And there's literally like a thousand like young Mexican people die. They all overdose. That's His fire. retaliation was just like Unleashed tenfold. fire. Unleashed fire. He's like, I'm going to take a huge loss. going to put in pure dope. Genocide. And then everybody's basically, you know what I mean? Can we change the yeah. name of the podcast to Rapey this week? <laughs> number one. And number two, is it rape? If you're if you're if you're stabbing someone's asshole with a knife, or is it just stabbing someone's asshole with a knife? I mean, are they hard? Or, or a better question is, why don't we have somebody email in and they can tell us if a man gets an erection, is that rape? That's the question. Dopey podcast d o p e y p o d c a s t at gmail.com. Where are you going, Dave? All right, you should tell, like, a legit story. Am I going to start a story? Yeah, Dave, should. should I start a story? No fucking way. You're 42 <laughs> minutes in. Dave's a You're paper... not supposed to talk about the time. You Dave's a paper general, so okay. he can't tell stories, so he doesn't want me to tell stories. No, no, no. That might be true. But, um, <laughs> but more importantly, um, I have a question for the Dopey Nation. I just want to talk a little bit more about the podcast for a second. Dopey, the podcast about the podcast, Dopey. Now, oh, there's that fucking garbage truck. Yeah, dude, there's smoke in here. Why you stop standing by the door? Right, I'm going to share that with you, Karen. We're going to come inside. Yeah. You want to go outside? No, I don't care. Yeah. But you have to share it with me. Okay. Right. Um, now, listen. Here. It seems to me that you our, can ash in this can. our listenership is totally up. Um... And yet, we haven't been getting the same frequency of emails oh, we that get, we used to get. But we got an email. You have a new one? 
Yeah, yeah, we did. We got a couple, actually. Yeah. But maybe we're just getting desensitized to our emails. Maybe I am. Yeah. Um, what we need from you guys... But we need a depravity story. Am I going to tell a depravity story or not? Yes. What we need <laughs> from you guys is uh, our reviews, because Chris is so sure that if we have reviews... It ranks on iTunes. And then you know what another thing it said? It ranks higher on iTunes if you have a good quality audio recording. And I have a feeling that doing it with GarageBand on a MacBook Pro while you're walking around and smoking and there's a fish tank in the background isn't helpful. Listen, you did a really nice job. Do you? You did a really nice job on the fish tank, number one. You did it perfectly. We have to fill it up with water so it doesn't bubble. Number two. That's what he means by that, everyone. Number two, um, (laughs) if you are listening to Dopey, and you feel like the audio quality is subpar, mm. why don't you write an email? You know what? If you're listening to Dopey, why don't you just write us an email? We're so – it's like <laughs> – you know what story I want to tell? Mm. I want to tell the story about when Brad got – did we tell the story that when Brad got pissed about that we would release two episodes a week? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we never said that. So Dave and I, we released – we went to the one-hour format, which has been suggested – by somebody who knows much more than us about this whole process. And he kept on saying, do one hours. And Dave and I were, you know, very adamant about doing, releasing two 30-minute episodes every week. And the only reason for that is because we're dope fiends and we like to see the downloads double. And, the, and, the, and that we're doing more that we have more episodes. And there's more out, yeah. So now I, like, I feel like a longing to see our episodes grow. But yes, I, I feel like I am being... Uh, Self-serving in the name of the show, and let's Chris tell your story about Tina. Well, do you really want me to? Yeah, I do. You do you? Yeah, okay. I, do, I think you should. All right, Karen, you're all right with this? I'm fine. All right, so Tina was a woman that I dated uh, a while well, ago. Did she ever rape you with a knife? She never raped me. No. Um, I met Tina. Yeah, Dave knows who Tina is. I went on a double date. Yeah, you went on a double date with me, Tina, and the yeah, some, other other, some other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and so. Uh, Anyway, so Tina... Uh, I like Tina, by the way. Yeah, she's a lovely lovely woman. She's a nice woman. And, I like uh, you too, Karen. I'm yeah, not, I'm not that, saying I like Tina more than you. I'm just, you know. So anyways, I was with Tina, and I was working in the sober living in the city, and, and I relapsed, and it instantly got bad. It wasn't a very long relapse, but it got really bad really quickly. I was doing every type of drugs. But one of the things I did, this is when Silk Road was around. It might have been Silk Road 2.0 or 3.0, is I uh, I'd never you know used bitcoins and purchased drugs on the internet. And I purchased a bunch of LSD because I always had a thing where even when no, I was no, no, doing no. Dope, I want you to explain exactly what Silk Road is. Silk Road is part of the dark web, or it was, and it was a place where you could purchase stuff. What's the stuff. dark web? The dark web, dark web is like you can't access it off of like a regular web browser. You use this um, thing called the Tor browser. I don't want to give them the step-by-step instructions on how to do this, but you um, – If you wanted to get into the dark web now, could you? Yeah, we could do it right now. We can go on Dark Line. Do they call it Dark Line? <laughs> no, they don't. Call you just it dark give an line. over. It's like when a- you go online on the dark web, do you say I'm going Dark Line? <laughs> I think you do. You can explain what it is without saying how to get on it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it's a place that you. The, the dark web is for a lot of stuff. Actually, there's a lot of like really. Gross if you want to buy machine shit. guns or children, well, that's like that's that's like a illicit marketplace, right? But then there's also like like. Probably like illegal porn, like pedophilia stuff. There's like snuff porn where people die. People like eating live animals. Like really sick shit is on the dark Eating web. live animals? Yeah, there's one where like people eat live animals and stuff. What kind of animals? Like a little chick. 
<laughs> they're eating live chicks on the dark web. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Do you think we can see somebody eating a live chick on the normal internet? Probably Maybe. not. I bet you there's like some sort of. Maybe. It's probably illegal. Maybe though. I don't know. Is it legal to show somebody eating a little chick? I think on it's the illegal. Internet? Probably it's probably animal yeah. abuse of some sort. I would imagine, which that's is the, illegal. That's the funniest thing I ever. It's heard. not funny. It's <laughs> no, sad. Just, no, that you were like, you can go on the dark web <laughs> to see a man eat a little chick in your face. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, I ordered these drugs off this website, and um, uh, one of the some of the stuff I ordered was LSD, and it was like some of the strongest LSD I ever got. Is Silk life. Road still in existence? And so Silk Road shut down, and like right afterwards, the guy Robert Albright or something who started, he actually created a pretty foolproof thing, and he got busted. The guy who started Silk Road got busted, and he's doing a huge prison sentence. He got sentenced recently, and it's like he started doing like. He started kind of trying to contract killers for something in his life, and he actually got busted just because he was stupid, not because the FBI even cracked his system. Um, and it all comes down to regulating bitcoins, unlike and whatnot. Like that's the way. That Did you buy bitcoins? Yeah, you, all, the, all the transactions are done with bitcoins. So how much does a bitcoin cost? I don't understand. At, at, it's at the, at the time. It's an online currency. I know what it is. At the time, one bitcoin was ranging between four hundred and a thousand dollars. So you bought one? I bought several. How many did you buy? Uh, I think I bought like 10. With your money? Yeah. I was making a lot of money then. So you bought $4,000 worth of LSD? <laughs> no, I bought like heroin, cocaine, I bought everything. On Where'd it. you get? They sent it to you? They sent it to you in the mail. And they're Bags? so ingenious how they do it. It's packaged where like, if like I gave it to you to open up, the LSD was the most ingenious. They send you an I, an I the, the, the vendor I got it from. It's an American. The vendor I got it from sent me this card and it looked like it was an eye appointment, right? And I opened it up and it was literally just like, a normal card that you would get and there was a laminated thing in it that said like, use this for 10% off on your next appointment. And there was like an appointment written and I was like, where's – I didn't even know where it was. I was like, where's the LSD? I was like, is this the LSD? And then I cut open the laminated card and the LSD was inside it. But even the code – What did it look like? It was no – not not blotter and no um, no graphic, nothing. It was just a, literally a white strip and it was small and I was like – Dude, I think I got burned. I think this is nothing. It, it was like you eating, ate the whole thing at once. No, but I did eat like four hits, right? And so, anyways, I tripped on LSD. We got to fast forward. No, no, we do not. You, <laughs> where were you when you tripped on? I don't LSD? want to get into that. This is the best part of the story. <laughs> this is like the most out of all the fucked up stories I've ever heard. This. Is the most fucked up. I don't story. know if I want to say it on that. Why? Why? Because <laughs> what if this gets associated with my future career? Dude, what about the podcast, man? What about your severe mental illness? What about the time you were locked up and you broke right, a so window I so you on could LSD. get a fucking shot of whatever? Let me just qualify it with like I stopped working a recovery program and was just surrounded by addicts who were actively relapsing and I was confiscating. No, 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 no. I need no. to finish this if you want me to continue on. But I want you – I don't think – listen – I want you to explain your position. That's what I'm going to say. I'm getting into that. I'm qualifying it first with the time period. I'm here. here. I was working in a sober living. We opened up an extended care. You had been sober for a bit prior to this? Yeah, I've been sober for a couple years. And um, I was working as the manager of a sober living. And that's when I relapsed. And I was working no recovery program. And I was constantly confiscating drugs from people. And uh, What was that like? Was it like – At first I flushed them and then after a while I should have known – I started getting jealous of the clients when they were relapsing and that should have been a red flag. you take drugs and flush them? Yeah, like they, they, um, they were – they didn't really get kicked out of the so place what, I was at. So when you started not flushing them, what were you thinking? You were like, 
Maybe I can use this at some point. No, my relapse was so short that by the time it was like a month of really badness that there wasn't a, like I didn't confiscate much. You're upset there. that we're talking about this. No, story. it's fine. I'm good. You sure? I just think we need to get to the story. We're not even at the story. You said yet. you wanted to see it well over an hour. Right, and it's going to go. be there. Ask question, Ask away. Okay. So how long – so Chris is the manager of an extended care program and he's confiscating drugs and he's flushing them down the toilet. But one day – he confiscates drugs and he says, I'm not going to flush this. Well, no. Actually, what happened was we had a medicine cabinet and I would dispense – and this was a place that you were allowed to be on controlled substances. So some of the clients were prescribed benzodiazepines, Adderall, and Suboxone. So there's some heavy-hitting shit in the medicine cabinet and a person left and they left like 100 uh, 8 milligram strips of Suboxone. And if you take Suboxone when you're clean, it fucking rocks you. It gets you really fucked up. Now this... No, but if you take it every day, you don't feel it. But anyways. But that's like really mm-hmm. interesting for all of the people who argue... Like if you take... If, you, if you're if you a heroin addict... Did you hear what I just said though? If you take it every day, what? And that you don't feel, you it. Don't feel it. But if you're a heroin addict and you have a habit, if you take a, a tiny shot, you don't feel that either. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You I'm know? just saying like that that is a fucking No, and I think I think that's I think sub- I think there's a, you know, AA would take a harder line and there's some people who don't. I think there's a place for Suboxone. I think it saves lives. I don't think it's a long-term option and uh, I do I, think there's I, value in it. Listen, I think that there's value in it too, yeah. but it's a stopgap. It is not a, no, sub- it's not a solution. Suboxone it's is a, a lifestyle. It's like a low low dose of heroin. You know, you just you know, you don't need money in the same way, yeah. and you don't you don't go crazy for it's it. It's maintenance therapy. It's a harm reduction. But there were whatever, years yeah. where I was on heroin, and you know, I could only afford a couple bags a day, yeah. and I never felt them. Yeah, maybe I felt it for a minute, but I just didn't <clears> get <throat> sick. And I, I was on Suboxone. Right. Yeah. I was on methadone for years, and uh, I wouldn't feel any of it. But all I, but, I know is that if, when I was on Suboxone for an extended period of time. I did a lot of yoga and it was the first time I did something and felt something like a spiritual change. And that primed me to later kind of really integrate with like recovery principles. So You're there was some good stuff that happened. You're such but, a- but I will say that taking Suboxone mm. as a solution for me as a long-term thing, I'll just eventually go back to Coke and booze. And heroin. Mm. And, well, yeah. Or probably not because I'll just keep taking Suboxone. But you'll shoot, get annoyed. I'll shoot Coke and I'll drink. No, but you'll get annoyed that you're taking Suboxone. I didn't care. I, I cared about shooting. That was my drug of choice, shooting Coke and drinking. Heroin was just like I always just had to do it because if I didn't do it, I'd get sick. I didn't crave it like you craved heroin. Mm. Do you know what I mean? My thing, my, my, my obsession of my mind would be shooting Coke and getting drunk. And then heroin I just had to do. It was like a life sentence. You know what I mean? So being on Suboxone was like – Whatever. Anyway, yeah. so here we are. We're in. We're in the extended care. You've decided not to confiscate drugs. You've decided to keep them because just in case you might no, want to do them. Really you went on the dark web. Yeah, I went on the dark web. I ordered the stuff. And then the relapse was like first. I took first. I took the Suboxone and that you, the guy left in there. The guy really messed up. I didn't do anything for like several weeks. And then I ordered shit off the dark web. And then after I started doing stuff off the dark web and they came in the mail, I was down in Manhattan Beach going to, going down by Coney Island copping, you know. Copping what? Dope. So why weren't you copping Coke if that was the only <laughs> thing you wanted to do? I got Coke too, yeah. Listen, you tell a nice story about needing to shoot Coke. Dude, but you I love every, shooting heroin yeah, too. Yeah, I like shooting oh, You want to just put me down. I know what you're doing. You're trying yeah, to backhand shooting Coke me. better than shooting dope? What's the difference? Because it's more depraved. What is? Shooting Coke. 
It's very depraved. It's way more depraved than shooting it's scary. dogs somehow. Yeah. But um, that's not the point. I'm sorry. Let's get back to the story. All right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> maybe we should watch that clip from Rush again. <laughs> you seem oh so jacked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I have this LSD. Anyways, I relapse. Um, I end up going to detox and I come back and I'm still trying to kind of juggle and, and work in this field and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, my my girlfriend, Tina, like she knows I relapsed. You know what I mean? One she, more, oh, wait, she's hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> but I have one more question. Now, you were doing the job and doing drugs for a window. For a, for a period, yeah. How often do you suppose that happens? All the time. That the people that we count on all the time to take care of us or our addicted brothers and yeah. sisters <coughs> yeah. are in fact lying and using. Dude, there was a there was a PhD or an That's MD. Frequent. Very frequent. There's a PhD <laughs> or MD at Hazelton. I've heard this story, right? And they recorded. He was there for like 20 years, and he was in recovery. You know, a long period, mm-hmm. high up there, right? And they recorded his lectures because they were so fire. And when he left. Um, they would play his lectures. He like retired, right? Mm-hmm. And they'd play his lectures and they keep playing his videos for the clients, you know what I mean, afterwards. And rumor has it, this dude relapses. Hazelden's like, come come here for free, you know, you can come stay, whatever, we'll get you sober. And this guy has to sit in on a video of himself talking 20 years ago. I could see that happening. getting sober. I could see that oh, happening wow. to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the news. Self knowledge avails us nothing. Do you know what I mean? It's all action. Because you're the man. Keep yeah. on. My sponsor says self knowledge alone avails us nothing because he thinks there's value in self knowledge. Um, anyways, so so yeah, so I'm, I relapse. I come back and like I'm my girlfriend's like you know she knows I relapse and I still have all this LSD in my room. I didn't t- I didn't tell anyone about the LSD. And that I was, was what you were holding. Well, because I always thought I was like Bill Wilson, the guy who started AA. He took LSD after he got sober, and there was actually a, a, a moment where he thought it would be a tool for certain alcoholics to take LSD, and it would help them. So at that time, you thought you. Yeah, I thought that's I was doing yeah. something spiritual, and his whole thing sure. was like it might be people who have large walls about anything to do with God or something in the outer realm that might help them understand like there's more. And he he was speaking for very specific people. And then, of course, he, he brought it to the group, and they were all like, Bill, like, shut the fuck up. Like, no, nobody's also, taking So that's what you were thinking at the time. Do you think that now? That was, no, 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 I don't think – that was my <laughs> rationalization. I don't think that now. No, yeah. but of course. I mean, that's another interesting thing. I mean, it's like Bill Wilson relapsed on acid. Yeah, and I don't think they call it – nobody says that. No, but no. he did. No, but it wasn't even like – back then, it wasn't not understood. You know well, I mean? acid wasn't like a known quantity as well, a drug. Well, I know. It's funny because I actually would talk to this one therapist I had about this all the time who's in the program. And he said that he has a, a sponsee who's 20 years sober and he actually goes and takes a peyote in a Native American ceremonies. And he sponsors people and he still considers him sober. But he does it in a ceremonial setting. It's much different. It's not me sitting in a fucking room tripping. You know what I mean? And he doesn't – he didn't get involved in the Native American church because he wanted to take peyote. It's a, it's a total it's, – it's a real – It's a hot topic and anyone – but it's more than that. It's it's a fine line. It's mm, like – I was going to say those exact words. Because, because how can you – I mean I would love to travel – Again, it's the same story though for me. Yeah. And I, whenever I paint a, an absolute picture on this kind of thing, it's really what I'm talking about is for me. Yeah. If I ever had the chance to travel to 
New Mexico and get down with some Indian tribe where I took peyote and had a spiritual experience, chances are when I got back, I would do drugs. But here's here's the qualify. Here's what you're missing: is that would you be involved deeply with the Native American Church for 15 years? And then naturally do that? No, you're like, I want to go fucking trip in New Mexico. Yeah, that's that's the whole point was it, that's not what happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, right, let's get to the story. Yeah, yeah, the story. So, um, Did you ever read the book Diary <laughs> of a Drug Fiend? No, it was like the first thing that was, it was published in like the 50s, that old one. It was um, published a long time ago. No, it was the guy that um, – the Satanist <laughs> who uh, – what's it? Aleister Crowley. No, Mr. Crowley? Yeah. Is that same. Mr. Crowley? Yeah, well, that's the reference. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, I know Mr. Crowley. I don't know the book. Alistair Crowley was a... Uh, Mr. Crowley. He was a writer. He was a rich guy in uh, England in the turn of the century. And uh, he was uh, a Satanist. Yeah. And he um, he was a heroin addict. Yeah. And uh, he believed... And in, in Satanism, the... the and, and I'm sure a lot of the dopey nation are Satanists. And they're going to write emails that say I'm an idiot. So please They'll correct explain me. explain to you exactly. Right, dopey. Right. Dopey. At, if anybody writes an email, if, if I get this wrong. <laughs> yeah. he, he believed in Satanism. And, and you know, unlike New Mexican Native Americans, yeah. the Satanistic, Satanist uh, mantra is, uh, what is it? To do what one willst. Yeah. Like whatever you like your will. Like your will is God. Your will is God. Yeah. That's what Satanists believe. And in this book, Diary of a Drug Fiend, it's about this pilot in World War Two who had all this money and like he met some chick and then he met the Mr. Crowley guy. Yeah. And like he started shooting dope and he became this horrible junkie. And then the Mr. Crowley guy bought a town in Italy. Yeah. Theopolis. I forgot the name of yeah. it. Okay. And, and supposedly Crowley bought a town and they bought all this dope yeah. from, from like – because in Sicily they were processing the heroin from Turkey or whatever. Okay. So they had dope up yeah. the yin yeah. and they would invite all the junkies to go to Italy. And the idea was that there was no demand because the supply was out of control and yeah. that was the place that you could get clean. And like, so he would send all these junkies to this town with never-ending heroin yeah. in order for them to get clean. Wait, but why would that get them clean? Because they, because there wouldn't be a stigma to getting it. There would be so much that you wouldn't want it. Yeah, whatever. Mm. It's bad. No, I, but you should read the mm. book. It's a great, great, crazy book. How do we get on this? I don't know. I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up sure. All right. Well, so, so. Let me finish this yeah. thing. Should I finish it? You no. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> no, of course. Finish the story. All right. So have the LSD. Girlfriend knows I relapsed. Trying to like you know not use drugs and drink and very fragile sobriety. So I go watch Wolf of Wall Street with my ex Tina, and I'm in the uh, the bathroom and I had put the LSD in my wallet and I'm like you know what she's home. No, she's with me watching Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. You told me. This. And I was like I did. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like you know what. I'm just going to drop a little LSD real quick. <laughs> like, nobody's going to know. And I, very obvious. At the trip. movie theater. Yeah, at the movie theater. So okay. I go in the bathroom. Oh, you're at the movie. I'm watching in the bathroom during Wolf of Wall Street. You see Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. And so I drop a bunch of LSD in the bathroom or just a couple hits. And this is that bomb-ass fire shit, right? Was it the best acid you ever had? Yes, for sure. Silk, Silk Road. Road was crazy. Silk Road, Dark Web, <laughs> if you want to get really good acid. So I go in and I'm watching, first of all, the worst movie to start tripping in is Wolf of Wall Street, right? I don't know. I, I once tripped and watched Purple Rain. 
on TV. Not a great experience. <laughs> um, all right. Let me just roll through this. All right. So I, I'm tripping. Hold on. You don't need to rush. It's like the, – the, listen. The what listeners – feedback we Do got? you know what the listeners always say? What? They say – let it go. Let it go. Let Don't it go. worry about how long it is. No one says I want it to be it's under an hour. It's mostly my attention deficit hyperactive. What do the listeners say? What ha- are you going to say? That I have to roll with it. Do you know what I mean? I keep going. We're at Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. You've left. As at long what as you get me on track. What part? What part of the movie? I take it in like the the middle. And it's then, a long ass movie. And then too. it's yeah. wicked long. And by the end, I'm fucking tripping hard. And so we have so we finish the movie it's and we go back yeah and when we, okay. we go back to Tina's apartment and I'm like dude she's gonna fucking know like it's like my eyes are Pokemon already they're really big and I'm like fuck like she's gonna know I'm like you know what I'm gonna do sometimes we would meditate together I'm like I'm gonna do a meditation session and then after the meditation session I'm gonna say I feel like I'm tripping and I'm gonna say that I, <laughs> that's no, gonna be your go to yeah and I'm gonna say that I'm suffering from HPPD which is hallucinogen persisting perceptual disorder. It's a real thing that people get. It's flashbacks. A flashback. A flashback. So I'm going to tell her that this meditation session this triggered idea, my flashback. Did this idea come to you when you're reaching for the LSD in your wallet? No. This was a eureka moment while I was tripping. This can I, go, can I, can I got to take a second. Karen? <laughs> yeah. Do you ever meditate with Chris? No, we have not. No. no. You know what to look for. <laughs> anyway, so where are we? All right, so we go sit down. We do the meditation, right? Uh-huh. And then after the meditation, like, I open my eyes and I'm like, I feel strange. And Tina's like, what? <laughs> and Tina's like, what? And I was like, I feel like I'm tripping. And she's like, your eyes look really weird. And I was like, really? And like, I pretended to go walk into the bathroom and I look at myself. I'm like, oh my God. What did bathroom. you see when you went into the bathroom? Oh, they're fucking see? huge, dude. Are you seeing fractals? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that, it wasn't at that point. So my eyes are huge, right? And I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh man, like, wow. Like, I think I'm suffering from flashbacks. <laughs> I think I've got serious HPPD. <laughs> so, so, so would a flashback she, cause like a physiological no, change? I don't even know. No. Yeah, I think you see like tracers and stuff. But I just mean like would it cause your pupils? No, I don't think so. No, only only I'm those that holes in your only head. those that are afflicted with SMI, <laughs> which if you don't know is severe <laughs> mental illness. Illness. illness so, illness. anyways, so Tina buys it, lock, stock, smoking barrel. She's like, really? You know what her response was? You you know what her response was? Oh, wow. She's like, well, now anytime you want to trip, you can just meditate. Like, she was like, it was a good thing. You know what I mean? It was like, basically, if you want to Meanwhile, you're like 45 minutes into the most intense trip of your life. Oh, I'm starting to trip really hard. You know what I mean? And then, like, I start to feel bad about it because that's what happens when I trip. I get remorse. I have these introspective nightmares about how drugs are going to kill me. So you felt bad And I'm like, I need to be honest. So I tell Tina, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I, I took LSD. And you know what she says? You didn't take LSD. She's like, it's just a meditation. <laughs> she was like, you meditated and now you're having a flashback. I'm like, no, I took LSD. She didn't believe me. She thought I was fucked up from the meditation and that I thought I took the LSD. So then I say this. I say, no, Tina. I say, I went to the bathroom during Wolf of Wall Street Dave, and Dave's I had LSD. Right now is yeah. great. I'm like, I went, I went to the bathroom during Wolf of Wall Street. I was like, and I had LSD in my wallet. I took it out of my wallet and I ingested it. Wow. You know what I mean? And then, so then she realizes like, okay, I think like, like he's telling the truth and he really did. And she gets so upset, like very, very upset. And she starts packing up my things that I have there. Had you relapsed yet to her knowledge? Or is yeah, this she already knew. This was like the second one. So she's like, so she's packing up all my stuff. She's like, you got to go. 
And during this time period, you know what I'm like? I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't have told her. I'm like, actually, I'm like, I don't think I did. Actually, I'm like, I'm like, I th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I think it was. I'm like, I think it's just like me. I'm confused. And then I remember Tina's face. She's looking at the ground. Her eyes are darting back and forth, where she is genuinely starting to like doubt her own. Standing. She's going into her own HBP. Yeah, she, yeah. she she's starting, and she's like. She's like, no. She's like, you told me when you were in the bathroom, you took it out of your wall and you put it in your mouth. And I was like, no, what? I was like, I didn't. Do, did I say that? Like, I was like trying to play dumb. And then like she's starting to get very. Wait, so this is like how long after you had just said it? I had just like ten minutes after. Like, meanwhile, ten minutes. though, yeah. let's, okay. hold on. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, your tripping face. Yeah. You're out of your mind. You, your face <laughs> right now is so crazed with the story that you might be having HPPD now. I can only imagine your fucked up face when you're actually <laughs> tripping. And you're like, and you're like <laughs> it's like fucking scary. It's like yeah. a one man show. Alright. So I'm watching Tina and like she is like doubting her own Sandy, confused, and I have a moment of just like empathy and I'm like, I can't do do this to this woman and so I'm like you know what and I told her the truth again I'm like you know what actually I really did do it so she goes back into being really upset and I had given and you know what I remember about this period I had given Tina a piggy bank that was this big right it was like um, it's like five like four footballs like a really big piggy bank that was cast that was cast iron and it probably weighed 50 pounds why did you give her this because she likes pigs and it was like a birthday gift or something so I had given her this huge piggy bank and she's packing up all my stuff and all I'm thinking like for me to take home and leave and all I'm thinking is is she gonna make me take that big 50 pound pig (laughs) and then I'm like I am a pig. Like, I deserve to be walking around the city holding this heavy pig. You know what I mean? And she didn't make me take the pig. She wanted to keep it. That's why. Well, I think she didn't even think about it. You know? Probably. Like, yeah. yeah, so she packed up all the stuff and then uh, I left. And I went home. And do you know what I did when I got home? More acid. I did more acid. Yes. <laughs> I got Bingo. home. Yeah. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And that's the story. That's it. Oh, it's a great story. It's a good one. It's yeah. really great. It's, not, it's sad. Now, I, I, all I can think about is like, I can think of a few things. First thing is Karen. Yeah, what is it like for yeah. you to hear that? No, no, no. <laughs> we see uh, what to look for. Sure. With bullshit meditation center, say, you know, <laughs> if Chris ever mentions he took LSD or he feels like he's tripping, he's probably tripping. <laughs> number one. <laughs> number two, we've learned that Tina, who's very sweet, is a little bit dense. And you really – have you made your amends to her yet? I haven't made amends to her yet, but I don't know if I, I – I, she's going to get married. She's doing – and she was dense around drug stuff. Dude, you know we I mean? all know that uh, – Yeah, so it's, I don't want to – You – damn, that, that's a fucking trauma story. But I don't know if it's yeah, doing more harm totally. to her how, to come how and could, start how, doing how? it. To rehash all of it, maybe the best thing is let it lie for a few years until she's maybe settled in her, with her new life and then do it. Is that what Dome And that's to my sponsor. No, that's to I, my no, sponsor. No, I can see that. Yeah. Sure. I, don't, I cannot imagine how an amend to Tina would hurt her. Well, because if she still if she's like, has like any kind of feeling, there's something there's like one that. There's one thing right like, there. That can make her feel conflicted. It's best to my sponsor she's who like, knows the stuff the best. Yeah, it's interesting, amends. I think that story is fantastic. That, really have you ever heard that? I've ever told you that story? Yeah. Had I told you that story? I had told you, you that story yeah. before? You oh, told, I did. You did. And Karen, me. just so you know, yeah. in that period of time, Chris mm-hmm. called me up and he said, Hey, Dave, I got acid. Do you want to take acid with me? <laughs> did he for real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lived across the street and I was clean and I said, No, Chris, I'm sober. And he said, How about some dope? <laughs> did he, did he get some dope? 
Uh, yeah. But uh, but more importantly, Chris is a pillar of sobriety, and uh, and these stories. Thank you for following up with that. There's a large difference. Like you said, you weren't working any kind of program at that time. Yeah, right? doing nothing. I was doing nothing and exposed to some pretty heavy hitters all day. I would say, from my perspective, your life at this point, everything you do is centered around your sobriety, except for dopey. So the well, <laughs> and, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I actually I don't think know, it's good. Actually, I enjoy I, coming I think, in. Yeah, I don't. Listen, I, I, I think I, this is in the same realm. It's, no, but this is a. Uh, what we're doing, is. Chris is, is, no, he's totally sober. I I don't use, I use Chris as a sober support. Uh, I don't appreciate talking to him when I have a problem because his advice sucks. But, um. Is that does chocolate? It suck? Is that chocolate yeah, on his elbow? Yeah, he's got chocolate on his knuckles, <laughs> on his elbow. Does he need peanut butter on him? Listen, no. um, <laughs> I think that, uh, it, it brings me back to the point of that this show isn't about drugs it is about recovery and chris hates to think of the show as a sort of qualification but it's the same strength of qualifying i think there's a silver lining in the stories because there's distance from them and hopefully people that might be afflicted and currently struggling who wouldn't listen to a recovery podcast might listen to this and laugh and then be like yeah maybe i should stop but that's why we don't want todd in the house because then it's, it's endorsing it. It's it, co-signing the behavior. It's bullshit to have somebody using drugs or DJ for that matter. Because uh, DJ, I, I don't. If I don't, DJ's on a methadone program, DJ went to a meeting tonight afterward. That's the first thing he did. Well, I know what he didn't do. <laughs> what he said he was going to do. He didn't do come, dopey. He didn't do dopey. <laughs> um, I think that. Um, what if he did a call in anyway for the first one? Whatever. We'll get to DJ. Maybe yeah, that could be a good idea, Karen. I think DJ should. Well, but I, it's better you to want, see I want it. his handsome face. You want to see his handsome face? I want to see your face. When I see how handsome he is. See his handsome face. Is he that handsome? Twins of jealousy. I don't know. I don't want to go any further. I just like talking about his handsomeness with you for some reason. Is he that handsome? <laughs> I, I haven't seen him. I don't know. How handsome could he be? Are we to show you a picture of him? Yeah. No. All right, we'll do another time. Um, I want to talk more about uh, the the recovery aspect of the show. The recovery aspect of the show. What about it, man? What, I want to hear more about it. <laughs> what is that? Just that's, that's it. You yeah. just throw that out there and yeah, then just follow I, up with it. I think that I, I just wonder. You know, I guess it doesn't make a fucking difference. I think that's the end of the show. I think that's the end of the show. Do you want me to tell my blue cheese story? Should you tell it now? No. Look, this is the longest dopey episode ever. Yeah, so I won't tell it. So should we tell it for the next one? I don't know. Well, it's nice to have the stories on the back burner for the times we don't have... I've had the blue cheese story on the back burner since episode fucking two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Blue cheese story is great. I like it. One of my favorite. It's a classic. Cliffhanger? Anyway, thank you for listening to Dopey. Say goodbye, Karen. Bye, guys. Uh, that was an excellent, excellent story. Thank you. Really, really good. Do you feel pangs of regret for telling it? No. Why would I feel regret? Every time that the <laughs> one thing that being a paper general gives me is at the end of the show, I don't feel bad. I used to when I would tell the story, I would feel crazy. I well, it's one of those things. And Dave feels this too. I know. It's like I want people to listen to this. I do think it could be helpful, but I also don't want people to listen to this. 
Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. I was really in the Which is like, what is that about? There's, you know what I mean? I don't know. There's I think even though you laugh at the story, it's not like you're... It's pretty obvious that you're not proud of yourself for doing that. Yeah, like, it's funny. And that's the, I mean? that's the beauty... <laughs> that's the beauty of the disease of addiction. What is, is that? Is that we can actually look back at the consequences or the symptoms of our disease and laugh about it and there's a therapeutic value there. Nobody's getting like cancer and being like, remember that time I had chemo and you know what I mean? Well, I, I think that like, again... Or if you told that story and you just thought it was flat out funny and, and didn't find... And then it, there wasn't something else on the other side. But yeah. I think true, the funniest shit are the things that there's a lot of conflict. You yeah. know what I mean? Things are the most funny when they're pretty bad yeah. or like really embarrassing. And that's just life in general. You go to a stand up, that's what it is. It's funny because you almost can't believe you did that. Yeah, well, that's that, that is what's good about it. That's true. It's a total distinction. But so here's mind. the thing that, that yeah. crossed my mind, though. Yes. That, like, that's a good point, what she just said. Did so, you hear her? Say it again. Please. What's funny to you guys is that you almost can't believe you did certain things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's the absurdity of it. Yeah. Right. Now, um, I was like jackass where you're like I'm fucking awesome but that's why we can't but that's why we can't have active addicts on the show it's exactly that okay Mm -hmm. it's exactly that reason um now um, so again getting back to Oz for a second (laughs) Uh, Oz the drug the drug counselor (laughs) was talking to uh somebody uh, like saying only an addict can decide when they're going to stop using and um and it's a weird thing. Like, it's a weird, magical thing. And it's true. You can't make anybody stop using. Only yeah. you can stop using. And you can't ever know when that's going to happen. It's a miracle. It just takes you. Yeah. And um, and for me, I think I used to love all of the horrible shit that I would do because it was so crazy. And I loved the insane element that I couldn't believe that mild-mannered me was doing something so <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And then now, like, I'll sit someplace and I'll see some scenario mm-hmm. and that I could insert myself into that scenario for crazy repercussions and whatever the case may be. And I'm like, I don't want to be crazy anymore. Like, I've had my fill yeah, of total of insanity. Yeah. You know, and, and you know what's even funnier is all the crazy stuff that we talk about, it doesn't even feel crazy anymore. Like, it's not me, but it's like, oh, that's just 101 craziness. Right. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like, it's just like, like, before the show started, uh, Dave was talking to Karen and he said, like, I have the same stories as Chris. It's just different circumstances. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. It's 101 crazy. You know, it's like, it's like there isn't, I mean, I find that, that, you know, like your stories are nuts and they go in different directions than my stories, but I don't feel like. You know, yeah, it, it, it's just—it's just another horrible thing yeah. that we did and get to look back on. Right. And I think, but that to me is the real difference between being afflicted and, and not being afflicted. Totally. To be honest with you, yeah. um, using despite negative consequences and and keeping, and going, keeping going for yeah. for an eternity. I mean, yeah. I mean, like that's the real thing. That it, it was—it was for both of us. It was a lifetime. Yeah, you know, of dumb shit. 
Yeah. You know, when we talk about, about dumb shit. That's the dumb shit. That's the, not the dumb shit we reference, but that's the real dumb that's shit. That's the dumb shit. It <laughs> was a life. Yeah. But anyway, this is the longest, <laughs> dumbest, worst episode of Dopey ever. And we're going to finish the song. Say goodbye one more time, Karen. Bye. Say goodbye one more time, Dave. Later. And we're going to finish this song. And what, what song? you're going to no, we're going to finish this episode. And what you you're going to hear is a little song. What, you're going to play Good So Bad again? Yeah. Every episode. That's the Have new thing. Have you been playing it? Yeah. You played last this piano? Yeah, last yeah. two episodes. You liked it? Yeah. She likes it, yeah. Maybe we should play Bob Marley Rebel music. No. <laughs> no. No. No, no. All right. All right. Toodles. You don't have to say toodles. Say you say it. I won't say it. All right. Toodles. I want to take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good. Until I get some money in my pocket, then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood. But I want to be good so bad Want to be so good, so bad, so bad I want to be good so bad Bad desire's all I ever had And I want to take a ride up in the sky Watch this aeroplane just pass me by and I want to see a Lear jetliner take a dive Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive But I want to be good so bad Want to be so good, so bad, so bad I want to be good so bad Bad desire's all I ever had